This week on the BAMFCAST, the body count goes up while the word count goes down. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 67. Seven. Yes. Nintendo 67! Stop! (laughs) Sorry. One time, sir, we were allowed to do that. So I'm Harlow. I'm Maggie. I'm the beach. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCAST is we shoot our way back to the past of bad movies. We watch one. We soldier forth and talk about it for about 30 minutes. Then we rate such any movie. One to five jocks in the good category after robot jocks. If it's an enjoyable Mm -hmm. bad movie. Or one to five bags in the negative sense. If it's a bad, bad movie, as in Stay Away, named after Twilight. Those are as douche in douchebags. Bags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what we decided to watch this week, or this, yeah, this week, this episode. A fan this suggestion. Episode of 67, yes. Fan suggestion, uh, 1998 Soldier, starring mm. Kurt Russell. Yes. Reckoned by uh, our fan from Oman. Yes. Yes. Max. Yeah. Our, f- our fan from Oman. Fan sorry. Formerly from Oman. Yeah, formerly. Yes. Sorry. Um, no, he's, he's, he's a current Washington. fan, I hope, but uh, <laughs> he's, formerly he's a of fan Oman. from Washington. <laughs> fan <laughs> from Washington. There you go. Right. So, um, as you might can hear the flimminess in my voice, I'm going to turn over the plot synopsis duties to uh, Senior BJ. Please do us the, the honor of reading that. But of course. After being defeated and left for dead by his genetically engineered replacement, Sergeant Todd must save a peaceful community from destruction by the same soldiers. I like my synopsis short and sweet. Oh, I see. Use the two-sentence version. Okay. Yep. You, you're doing a Kurt Russell style is what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. No more than Brevity. 104 words. words exactly. Words. Yeah. Getting your merds wixed. I am. So, soldier so. from Paul Widescreen Anderson. <laughs> Paul Wacky Stuff Anderson. Not to yeah. be confused at all with Paul Thomas Anderson. I would be interested to see Paul Thomas Anderson's version of this a movie. soldier. Yeah, I think there would have been a some drug use, mm-hmm. maybe uh, probably a heist, and uh, lots more cock. Mm, <laughs> cock. Okay, maybe I don't want to see Paul Thomas Anderson's version of this movie. Just saying, and yeah. more slow motion. Oh yeah, definitely. So, who wants to start <sighs> us off? What do we want to talk about when it comes to Kurt I'm, Russell's? I'm amazed we've gone this far and not seen a Kurt Russell movie yet. Yeah, well, really? but then again, I most mean, of us are so good. But yeah, generally speaking, I mean, this is probably kind of an exception to the rule. I mean, yeah. I think he probably had like a weird period there, you know, post. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could have watched Captain Ron. Oh, come on now. Captain Ron is a a fine family film right there. You could do a lot but, worse family fare wise than Captain right. Ron. I'm just saying. But yeah, no, if, if, but, I, honestly, the only other thing I would say is a contender for worst curse. Kurt Russell movie is uh, Escape from L.A. That's well, yeah, because that one shits all terrible. over Escape from New York. Yeah, that's terrible, terrible movie. Yeah. So, but yeah, but man, yeah, Kurt Russell. He made twenty million for this. One hundred and four words. Yep. Somebody who's better than me at math can figure out how many. And I think <laughs> how about, many million that is. I think per about word. twenty of them were sir. At uh, least it, it maybe more. Because he pretty much punctuated almost everything he said with sir. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much every sentence ended in yeah, or, sir. Unless he was just doing the one word answers. Affirmative. Yes. No. Well, he didn't even do that. He did a couple times. Yeah. But, yeah. So, 
Yeah, he sure makes the best of those mm. 104 words. I, sure I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, Maybe. Yeah, Paul W.S. Anderson, a man I am not a fan of. I... And yet... Somehow I really enjoyed this. Really? Yes. I don't I don't dislike the widescreen Anderson really that much. I mean, I like I kinda like the Resident Evil movies. I like the first one mm. just straight up like it. The other ones are just stupid fun to me. You know, I don't think they're good movies. I think the first one's pretty close to being a good movie. Mm-hmm. But the other ones are just I think dumb I'm still fun. angry about Alien versus Predator, so Sure. That that's that's I understandable. Think that- that scars all my other yeah and, and like I said I lots like, of any of his other films even though I can never remember that I've watched it I like Event Horizon so mm-hmm. and yeah it's like, the one with the ghost and Mortal ship. Kombat yeah. and Mortal Kombat of course yeah. more I I prefer the uh, Moral Combat oh yeah yeah was that a documentary that's on something oh I don't know no there actually is a movie called that because it confused really? me yeah I want to say it's on like Hulu or something. Like YouTube or something, and I was like, "Oh, look, they got well, more combat." And I didn't really read it very well. And it's like, do 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 the right what thing. What the fuck is this? Shit? <laughs> yeah, do 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 the right thing. Yeah, that's actually a documentary about how video games are turning our kids into violence or bullshit. <laughs> turning hmm. our kids into violence. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, soldier, soldier. Speaking sorry. of violence, fuck violence. Yes. Yeah. Copious um, amounts. This movie's a big time throwback. To it's kind of a throwback to the the era of movies where it's like. Okay, this guy just killed this dude here. We're not going to explain how he got over there with a chain gun. No. But there he is. There he is. Start cheering, you know, and... That's fine. Yeah. It showed him preparing the chain gun earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but... So you knew he had it. But I'm jumping way ahead in the movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, they start off with all the training and they show that, like, him being born and then harvesting all the kids out of the... Yeah, apparently they're uh, the, they have their steak sauce selection because it's a one for each yeah. one of the mm-hmm. ones that they're going to take. And how they mm, chose which kids steaky. that they were going to take is beyond me because they're all just like whichever looks the most babies. menacing. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been awesome if they had just picked the babies that weren't crying. Uh, they were just laying there stoically. I mean, that would have worked a little better for me. But hmm, hmm. instead, all the babies are crying and wailing, and that's what they do. They're just farming them out. And what they didn't show you is that they had a picture of like, uh, you know, a dead body <laughs> and they're just looking for the kid that owns in on that. And it's like, yeah. I want to do <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. But then they show them being desensitized and doing tests and Yeah, they have three Dobermans fight a wild boar. Well, not really fight. Well, more like tear it apart. And I bet the wild, blood boar, splashes I bet the wild against boar gave the, it a, you know, yeah. a few nicks there. Maybe took out one of the dogs, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, these are the kind of things you know, they don't show you, which is implied that, yeah. hey, but it basically, watch this violence. It turns him into like a robot killing machine, pretty much. Yeah. Because he acts very much like a robot cyborg type thing. It's almost Universal Soldier. Almost. But just, just Soldier. But just Soldier. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was made by a different company. It was made by Warner Brothers, so uh, it couldn't be right. Universal Soldier. Well, I'm just saying it's the way he acts is mm-hmm. almost the same. Yeah, pretty much. All those soldiers are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. And it takes a long time before he really says anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think all, all he says in the beginning is like, he's yes, sirs, and no, sirs. And, and um, the part of one of the younger hymns was actually played by his son. Huh. Which is interesting. He and Goldie Hawn's son, maybe? Perhaps. Um, I don't know. I don't know who else he boned. Oh, neither do I. Maybe. I'd, probably his, probably hers. I until I read the IMDb article, I didn't know that he had a son. <laughs> Well, there you go. And I just found out that Kurt Russell is a potent man. Of course, he has a son. What the hell? 
<laughs> he has what many, many thinking? sons. Yeah. Actually, all he those, got more all sons those babies than in the beginning of the movie uh, were all okay. Kurtzel's children. That bitch got more sons than the universe, all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's Kurt fucking Russell. So, more than one. Okay. Plus one. Plus one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. All so, right. two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I appreciate your confidence, sir. Mm-hmm. But no, um, they show him doing a lot of training stuff, and, and they establish very early on that he is, like, the badass of their unit, and he's in all these battles, and he's he's a man who's fought. He's seen wars. He's covered wars. I kind of like that that montage um, where they're pretty much walking in the same direction, like, from training to battles to being done and standing there. Mm-hmm. Where they're all kind of marching in the same direction, shooting in the same direction. You know, the location changes. Yeah. It was kind of a nice I appreciate touch. they show that he has no remorse and no conscience because, no. like, guy's got a hostage. He shoots he's through like, the no, hostage. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he takes that thing from speed a little too far. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots the hostage, like, 20 times with a machine gun in the chest. Mm-hmm. But he gets the guy behind her, so That's true. it all works out. Yeah. and then But then, of course, as is always the case in the future, they're replaced by better soldiers. Uh-oh. Genetically engineered a soldiers. New model. Shades of robot jocks. Yep. Mm-hmm. The real guys are always going to be better than the fake ones. Or and Robocop. Universal Soldier like three or whatever. Yeah. Robocop. Yeah. Basically any yeah. futuristic right. movie with guns. As you said, yes. We <laughs> were just much. listing a few. Yeah. So they make him race against the one dude who's played by uh, Jason Scott Lee. On freaking roids. Jesus Christ, dude. That's the guy that played Who's fucking Bruce jacked. Lee and Dragon. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Well, yeah. Well, we should note that like every every dude in this movie that's a soldier is fucking jacked. jacked. I mean, well, Kurt Russell. I don't know how old he was when he filmed this. Yeah, but he got jacked. But seriously, Worked though, out for four hours a day for eighteen months. I'm just saying. I mean, Damn, Jason I, Scott Lee. Jesus. I would be jacked if I did that. No Holy kidding. Crap. I mean, I mean, it's not I like wish Bruce, I had that kind of time. Bruce Lee was not a scrawny guy, and he didn't play him as such. But I mean, Jesus Christ, this dude looked like you know fucking WWE wrestler. Yeah. Well, and he had the and he had the head shave too, so yeah. he just. He looked fucking like an animal, dude. Right. He's like that Batista guy. Yeah. That's exactly. what he looked like. Yeah. So, of course, he outruns Kurt Russell. He, They have to fight. They have to climb up a chain. So, he climbs up faster than Kurt Russell. And, hey, and after uh, he's and run then, 15 miles, I think, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, they both have. So. Yeah. 16, and still 16 in an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And the one guy starts 20 minutes later. And oh, yeah. Still beats him. Passes him. Yeah. So he ends up having to fight. They have to fight up these chains and... Of course, which is the, a pretty cool fight scene. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, because it's it's they're ready to have have Kurt Russell Todd. I should just start calling him Todd. Todd, that's his name Todd. Todd the T one tattooed on his face. But yeah, Todd has to fight whatever his name is, Jason Lee, right? And uh, Jason Scott Lee, Kane. And, <laughs> yeah, that would actually Batista. be funnier. <laughs> yeah, Batista. What? No, I'm fighting Jason Lee. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> girl. <laughs> Kane six oh seven. Ooh, Kane as in Kane, Kane and Abel. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, Kills they have to they have brother. to fight, and of course, the their superior, played by Jason Isaacs, is like the best bad guy ever. Yeah, Jason Isaac is is he ever a good guy in anything? I hope not. He shouldn't yeah, be because he is always smarmy evil. Yes, very much so in this. But yeah, so he he says it's not a fair fight. Send two more of your men up there. So they send two more of the dudes to help Kurt Russell and of the older soldiers. Yeah, of the older soldiers. The OG and, soldier. Yeah. It doesn't help. Jason Scott Lee just murders all three of them. But not before Kurt Russell basically turns him into a Cyclops by ripping one of his eyes out. Yes. Which is kind of awesome. Not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. 
And then, of course, Jason Isaacs is like, fuck are we going to do with you now? You know how much you cost to raise and grow and everything? Fuck, now you have no depth perception, you asshole. Get back in line. We're going to make you a point guard so you can go out there and take the first bullet. Yeah. And then Jason Scott Lee's just like, yes. he's just like, oh, he's a, he's a shooting forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I'd be more of a power forward myself. Well, sure. I don't know fucking basketball. Why am I <laughs> even talking? Right? Just, <laughs> what the hell do they call it? You're on point. That's what they say, yes, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Just stop <sighs> talking. Why? That's what we do here. <laughs> oh Talk. my God. Anyway. Yeah. So then basically Kurt Russell gets thrown out with the trash lands on trash planet which in the future there are always trash planets in any movie like this yes of which he lands on it finds a civilization that's like oh hey guess what we live here right next door to yeah. where they dropped him <laughs> well they're trash How convenient people. yeah it's the entire planet is a tiny little trash planet they're hippie you know? trash people you know it's just they're chilling yeah. out growing their garden you know they're doing pretty good yeah they're doing all for, right for people that live on a fucking trash planet yeah they're growing plants they mm-hmm. That chick obviously had lots of conditioner because oh, yeah. her hair always looked awesome. And sure. I just, I don't know how they managed to like, I don't know where everything cool, everything good came from because it's all trash. <laughs> yeah, it's all tra- Hey man. You well, ma- it's like Wally, you know, he like, you make finds lemonade. the best stuff and, you know. I guess. Shines it up. When life gives you lemons, you eat them, you know. But yeah, <laughs> the the chick is Connie Nielsen who. Uh, from Gladiator. Yeah, Gladiator and. Pre-Gladiator. Yeah. What else was she in? Um, pretty attractive. She girl. was in like, uh, they were touting her like she was going to be like really big, but then they, yeah. I think they realized she couldn't act very well. She was in like that movie Basic with Travolta oh, and yeah. Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Danish beauty Connie Nielsen consistently lights up the screen with an eclectic bevy of film roles. Yeah. yeah she's pretty hot. Yeah. I mean, she just Give didn't that. do much after Not like, much the early, of an actress, but. Didn't do much after the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. and she looks hideous with short hair. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad for her. But yeah, so she's kind of, her husband has is the one who's one of the, I guess one of the town elders is kind of how they establish it. And that he, uh, he decides that they're, they'll be, they'll be responsible for him. They'll nurse him back to health or whatever. Right. Cause at first, of course, being a futuristic society in the middle of nowhere, they're very distrustful of bringing the new guy in. And, but then Kurt Russell proves his worth. Oh Yeah. How, yeah. how did you do that again? Oh, because he saves uh, the commish, right? Is yeah, that... yeah. Michael Chiklis is in this movie. Yes. <laughs> With hair. A little it's bit of hair. It's kind of weird. But yeah, and Roll he's just Mike like Chicklets. the goofy, goofy, hey buddy guy. Yeah, he's the goofy sidekick kind of kind of guy. Yeah, and he kind of, uh, the thing about this planet is wind always whips up. And when it whips up, it's like, you know, 200 mile an hour wind, like guy holding onto the pole sideways type thing flying around in the in the air that kind of 200 mile an hour wind right so yeah those storms whip up michael chiklis almost gets sucked into a giant turbine but of course kurt russell saves him by of course pulling the rope where they, they have it, i love that they have the entire like community there's like 20 people they're all like oh god they're trying to pull Ooh. the rope and it's not working and then kurt russell's just like all right fuckers fuck it we should get this is done <laughs> the hell's wrong with you but he actually didn't say that because he Never says anything no. to anyone ever. Why would you? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I just remembered something from way early in the movie. One of the first scenes when they're in the little training thing and they're getting ready to show the dogs eating the boar. Mm-hmm. Um, in the background, there's this female voice that's kind of droning on, telling them 
how they should act and what they should do. And one of the things she says that is something like, a good soldier only speaks when spoken to by a superior officer or something like that. Mm-hmm. That that may be a small explanation for his shut upness. Yeah, because it's like he goes out of his way not to speak to people. Oh, yeah. Well, like, like they will ask him direct questions and he just won't answer or anything like that. And it's just, I don't know, it gets... At first, it's kind of cool, and then it just gets annoying. Yeah. Cause like, because it's like, just fucking tell him yeah, already. There's like a 20, 30-minute sequence in the second act of this movie where he doesn't say a word. I mean, he was basically up to, I think, we, we were counting for a while, because he was up to 21 words, and then he doesn't say anything for about half an hour, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, it's like the rest, the last 104 and the last 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. 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 But so, because he doesn't speak, all he does is end up having to sit there stone-faced, <laughs> staring, looking vaguely angry Yeah, most of the time. He got paid $20 million for this movie and only had to speak 104 words. I'm telling you, it's, the math works pretty well in his yeah. favor. Except for the working out four hours a day for 18 months thing. I mean, that... Yeah, but still, I but mean... But still, for $20 million. too, also, you know, I mean, besides yeah. doing a role. Yeah, but, you know, for $20 million, fuck yeah, I'd do that. Well, I think you just Hell have yeah. to, you know, have made Escape from New York, you know, Big Trouble in Little China. That. I can do that. Uh-huh. Tango and Cash. Help. Those, yeah. those help. I'll do those next Not weekend. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> those will help. I'll get those out of the way next weekend okay. so I can be yeah. a millionaire by uh, by February. Sweet. Loan me some money then. Fuck you. What you do? What? I'm going to be a big star. I don't uh, need you little people anymore. So Won't need you little people anymore. <laughs> so Connie Nielsen's uh, Sandra, who apparently Todd has the hots for, is the wife of... Um, Mace. Mace. Yeah, this the other guy. Town elder guy. Mace Windu. Sean Pertwee. He's, rec- he's one of those that guys. Yeah. And... um. Yeah, so it's like he's just kind of giving her this like weird look the whole movie. Like, oh yeah, you got titties. I I don't know really know about that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, they make a specific point of panning down to her breastuses. Yeah, yeah. And it must be well, it I mean, was a way- little cold on the on the trash planet that day. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Well, he just gives her the stare like I could eat you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like if I wanted. It's not to. sure if it's lust or like you know blood lust at any point yeah. in time. You can never quite tell with no. him. That's that's the range yeah. he pretty much gives. But yeah, he basically comes off as the creepiest motherfucker ever. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, but and then, and then to compliment that, they Mason Sandra also have this child who they eventually explain was bit by one of these trash planet snakes that they trash have. Trash snakes. Yeah, and Trakes. he almost died, and it rendered him mute. So yeah. Kurt Russell's got someone to not say anything with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yay! His new buddy. His new little buddy. Sitting around the dinner table is awesome. With now, that. Was that, is that Nathan? Is, yeah, mm-hmm. Nathan was the little kid. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Apparently played by twins, it looks like. Oh, really? Like they, like they do with the kids. Good for them. Okay. That's how they can work them longer. <laughs> there's, a, there's the law in Hollywood about kids. You yeah. only yeah, work them yeah, like yeah, eight yeah. hours a day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, twins, it's like, oh, well, you only worked eight hours a day. You worked the other eight. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, they... they uh, they kind of make they establish like a little bit, so he's kind of warming up to people via this kid who also can't speak, and mm-hmm. uh, kid almost gets bit by a snake again. And Kurt Russell tries to teach him how to bash to it with it. a shoe, you know, because he freaks the family. Yeah, out he, completely. he grabs them by the like the snake is striking at the kid, and the, you know, Kurt Russell. The does snake the, is <laughs> not striking; the snake is leaping okay. through the air. <laughs> that was actually a pretty cool shot too, is when he catches it in midair, yeah. right in front of the kid's face. I wonder how many times they had to fling the rubber snake to get him to catch it like that. <laughs> Um, none. It was probably a CG snake. CG. None, because it was a real snake, and Kurt Russell yeah. really did it the first time. <laughs> he's a total badass. Yeah, because it's Kurt fucking Russell, man. Because he is fucking snake. <laughs> yes. 
That's why snakes feature yeah, so but, prominently. But shortly before this, um, for some reason, he just his workout involves putting rags on his hands and punching oh, yeah. an empty gas tank. Yes. A very large Until his gas hands tank. are like just a, bloody. Yeah, like gas tank ripped from a car to give you the visual. Yeah. yeah, big. So it's it's hanging up there like a heavy bag and he's just wailing away on it and all the kids are staring yeah, at him. Yeah, like the entire village eventually comes around and they're like, what the hell is that banging? Holy yeah. shit. He's beating the shit out of this gas tank. <laughs> that roided out dude is punching. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. The angry, Nobody the told angry me Kurt Russell was here. <laughs> It's an angry, silent, roided out Kurt Russell, and he is punching the fuck out of a he metal. He would be freaking me out so much if he just say two words, <laughs> or smile, smile, and blink, or blink. Yeah. Fuck's sake, just blink. The fuck is wrong with Kurt Russell? But no, so you know they're they're a little weirded out by it, and of course, as he's doing this, it's like he's having flashbacks to all the bad shit he's done. Yep. And then Goofy, happy, happy Goofy Michael Chiklis decides to offer him a scarf for saving his life, and. Sure. Kurt Russell thanks him by strangling him and almost putting his head through a some kind of <laughs> like mill machine like grinder. Yeah, thing. yeah, some kind of grinder thing. And then kind of that's kind of sort of the last straw. It's the yeah. last straw. You're yeah. that, done. That and the thing with the snake with the kid and the family's just like, you know, and everybody, you know, and then the the whole town has to mm-hmm. meet, have a meeting and rebel, talk rebel, to him. Rebel, They're rebel, like, rebel. hey, we're all friends here, but you're going to be <laughs> friends over there. <laughs> you can away be, from yeah. kids yeah. or people or. It's, it's really it's not it's not you involve, it's it's us yeah. <laughs> we, we, we still want to be friends awesome. yeah we still want to yeah. be friends we but. think you would never snap and kill us all no, ever no but we, we think just, it'd be best if you just yeah go the police are outside you should see you should see other trash communities <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so they kind of basically they're like but hey, we're giving you a jacket. Yeah, here's a jacket and a canteen. And that scarf, that scarf that you almost killed Michael Chiklis for, you can keep it. Yeah, it's yes. all yours. That's a that's a nice scarf, isn't it? Please don't strangle and, us with it. And <laughs> we'll give you a knife, but only once you're at least like fifty yards away from all of us. Yeah, yeah we'll chuck it in your general direction. <laughs> we will throw it in your direction, not at you. No, no, not no. at you. Not at you. Do not confuse us here. <laughs> we are not trying to kill you. Just please we say promise. yes or no if you yeah. understand please us or not. Please just say anything, Kurt Russell. Blink one for yes, <laughs> two for no. I am incapable of blinking, sir. I'm genetically engineered not to blink, sir. Yeah. So anyway, he basically goes into exile. For th- 35 minutes. <laughs> Give or take, yeah. Yeah, like in actual time, not screen time. Like yeah. screen time, it's like two minutes. Everyone's yeah. like... Whew, we're at peace. Like, He's yeah. gone. <laughs> Fuck! Here come the soldiers to kill us all. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, well, no wait, they wait. go. Yeah, they go back to get him because, of course, there's a snake in the bed about to kill oh, the, the mom right, and the dad, right, 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 and the kid bashes the shit out of it with a boot, yeah, like Kurt Russell taught him. Actually, he grabs he grabbed the snake by the tail, pulled it away from his dad, and then beat the shit out of it with a boot. Yep. That kid's awesome. And then the dad's just kid. like, "Oh shit, we're all wrong about Kurt Russell. <laughs> he was not going to kill us all." <laughs> Totally taught our kid, our kid very valuable skills yeah. like snake bashing. He was totally not endangering our child's life. Oh. Who knew? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's our All bad. right, I'm going to go get him. All right. <laughs> but then, of course, Mace has the worst timing ever. Just as he finds Kurt Russell, it's like, okay, yeah, here's Jason Isaacs and his crew of dudes who are just like, they don't give a shit. They're going to kill us all. Yeah, they're and, like, they and they give such flimsy justification well, they, for it, yeah, which is like kind a of recon mission or something. And they're like, if you find anything, well, no, just it's kill like a them recon all. training mission. Yeah. Well, they're they're doing a 
a, sweep. a security sweep yeah. of yeah. these planets. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to send them out there, see how they handle themselves on these planets that probably have nobody. Nobody. But yeah. if they but do, if they, they do, shouldn't be there, so yeah. kill them. Yeah. Kill them, it's so. less paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and God, we haven't even mentioned Gary Busey. Oh, fuck, yeah, Gary Busey. As I said, the guy with the least that's, symmetrical that's face really in the world. really all we have to say is Gary Busey's in this movie. So. Yeah, he's like the old commander of the, of the old soldiers. And Jason Church. Isaacs is the... Is the commander of the new genetically engineered soldiers who have no combat experience, of course. Right. So, you know, so they see he spends the whole movie, they spend the whole movie basically yelling at each other and saying that each other suck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pissing contest. Mm-hmm. The whole movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, so they, so of course, you know, they, they spend the whole time, you know, uh, God, Gary Busey is just kind of like, you sure you want to kill everyone? I mean, they're probably just like, Hanging out, and so, not doing anything, oh, and just like farmers or hippies or something. Yeah, the guys, like nope, less paperwork, kill him. He's like, all, right, like right. all right. If it was my soldiers, we wouldn't do that. But you know, with your awesome guys with no experience whatsoever, that's fine. You do that. You have fun with that. So of so, course yeah. they send him out, and yep, pretty and, much. Yeah, the soldiers show up. Of course, they Kurt Russell and Mace are trying to run back to warn everybody, and. Mace gets his legs blown off. Yeah, or one at least. One. Yeah, one at least. And then Kurt Russell spends all the time patching him up, and then he dies two seconds after. <laughs> Dude, he spends well, all this time putting the tourniquet on. They and didn't do so that. much of that whole, you know, medical training. It was more about the killing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, I think I've seen people try to do this here. Let me do this. So oh, that didn't work. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> makes me feel better about yeah. leaving you behind. Yeah. Now I'm going to totally go bone your wife. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've been waiting all fucking movie for this. Yeah. What you were going to see was he was, wasn't actually like making a tourniquet down there. He's just like opening up the veins. <laughs> Bleed more, you fucker. Yeah. Connie Nielsen's pretty hot. Yeah. So, yeah. So, of course. Made the tourniquet with the, uh, the chickless scarf, by the way. Oh. oh. Yeah. Bring it back. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. He never did like that scarf. Nope. No, it was fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty ugly scarf. I mean, it wasn't bad for trash people's scarf, but you know. I, yeah. But it's still kind of yeah. hideous. So, of course, he's Kurt Russell's trying to work his way back, and the bad guys have already driven their tanks up to the front doorstep of these people. Yeah. And, yeah, like, hello. Yeah. More. Hey, here to kill don't, you. Don't mind the guys with chain guns and gas masks and. All that and the giant tank. We are here to be friends with yeah. you. Please step out with your we hands mean up. We you no harm. We come in peace. Like Mars attacks. <laughs> we come in peace. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I love that you know they're all huddled inside, and the and the leader lady is like, "Okay, I will go out and speak to them." Yeah. <laughs> and so she goes outside, <laughs> like doesn't even get to say anything, and which she says, "God like, help us, oh mother of God." Or something. Yeah. <laughs> and some dude fires a rocket launcher, and the rocket hits her in the chest. <laughs> And, and blast her yes. back into the base where everyone is. So then, of course, they open fire, and that does not go well for them at all. No, no. The Jason Isaacs is just so cocky about everything. He's like, just send a few guys in to sweep it up. So they send like three guys in to kill everyone with their flamethrowers and chain Too guns. bad somebody could decide to hurry up and get back by that time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And basically, this is, this is the point when everything gets good. Because for a while, I mean, this is a solid hour worth of the movie up to yeah. getting up to this point because the whole training montage beginning part is maybe 10 minutes yeah you know it, before it, he's finally left for dead this reminded me a lot and i'm sure bj can back me up on this without 
without the extreme level of awesome violence, this is pretty much the plot of Rambo. You know, the Grandpa, as we should call it. John Rambo, the latest the Rambo. The 2008 Rambo. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, well, other than the training yeah. montage thing, it's pretty much the same thing. It's it's the lead up of like, hey, here's these people, and these people are just going to go in and murder them. And then this other guy. no gonna, real justification yeah. for doing it. Yeah. And then one guy comes back and murders them right back. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, it's a little bit specious, but murders yeah. Murders them all to death. <laughs> yeah. Murders so, them so, with killing so, to death. Yeah. One guy, he's about to just ice off like three or four dudes and. All of a sudden, his neck splits open, and there's Kurt Russell. Well, no, Kurt Russell kind of jumps through the ceiling, doesn't he? Yes. Mm-hmm. Lands directly on the guy, the slices his throat roof. open. Yeah. 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 And then the second guy has quite possibly the best death in the entire movie. Possibly. He kind of comes around the corner, and you see Connie Nielsen, and like all the kids of the village are all standing in this like, window. Oh, and they're like, oh, shit, he's about to. And then he walks like two more steps, and there's Kurt Russell standing right <laughs> next to them. With a shoulder-mounted rocket launcher. Yeah. And blows them away. Which he blasts that guy yes. out the window. One bazooka and, for one guy. And that's the thing. I, I I appreciate the way that scene's filmed because you figure Kurt Russell's just going to spring up behind him and slice his throat again right. or something like that. Nope. He's already upstairs. He's, he's already got a rocket launcher. And he's already he's about to kill you, you again. Yeah. And it's very similar for the, for the last guy. Yeah. Except you think he's about to rocket launcher him again. Except he doesn't. No. The rocket launcher is the prop on an on an old airplane that's in the trash pile. Causes yeah, right that to, next to him, you know, impale the dude with with the prop. Why just we because. may never know. Just because, but it was pretty awesome. So yeah, he was going for style points. He was, yeah. So I mean, he just he goes through a series of random, you know, brutal killings of all these dudes one by one, basically. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. We obviously don't probably want to go over each and every one. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but at this point, there was a. Uh, at this point, Jason Isaacs is like, "Shit, yeah. there's a lot more resistance than we thought. Send everybody in. It must be a military camp." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they send in like the two truck things, and want to shoot mortars at the place. And uh, Kurt Russell kills all the dudes, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is the point there, where it, where it leaves all that plausibility stuff behind. Right, and there are two. Two scenes in particular that I just want to point out before we kind of skip the mass murder of uh, all the rest of the guys. One is they're walking through like this trench sort of thing that's got water in it. And, uh, you know, we, the viewer, see Kurt Russell kind of standing in the shadows and he's all he's got, you know, the combat makeup on and he's kind of in the shadows waiting for the guy. And uh, the light f- a, some random light kind of flashes over him and the the bad guy kind of turns and looks Kurt Russell's direction and as soon as you see like the realization that he's noticed Kurt Russell uh, Kurt Russell stabs him in the eye with a knife through, <laughs> through the, the guy's mask. mask yeah that it's was beautiful good. that was a good one and then the other the other one was the um, sort of apocalypse now he sinks down into the water you know, you see pretty much just his head, his makeup head, go down into the water, and then the water gets still, and the guys are kind of walking through the water again, and um, they you know, flame, a few seconds they, they fire the flamethrower. Yeah, they over fire the, water. the flamethrower over the water, and they're like, "Yeah, I guess that'll kill any fucking mosquitoes." Um, <laughs> fuckers, transplanted mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which are scary. Um, they carry malaria aids. Um, <laughs> I hate that malaria. <laughs> Me too. So, and then, you know, a couple seconds later, Kurt Russell pops up with the chain gun and lays waste to them all with extreme prejudice. 
Yeah, he, that, he basically lays waste to everybody. And then, of course... With extreme prejudice. Yeah, yeah, I think the only other thing from the uh, the onslaught that needs to mentioning is the weird thing that we all kind of noticed and still question why is that when they're just shelling the hell out of the, the uh, villagers' camp, somewhere in the midst of all the screaming and explosions, there's like... Yeah, there's like two seconds of Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song. It's That's just, all they could afford. Yeah, it's They just, were already it's way weird. over budget. Like, it's... Just, it's just kind of mixed into the it sound just mix. shows up. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. deep in the sound mix. It's not like it's supposed to be part of the soundtrack. It's almost... Yeah, and there's like explosions and screaming yeah. going on, and you just hear the... Just that part then. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to do it again. You're welcome. But, uh, yeah, it's even credited. Like, it's it's credited in the movie. Oh, okay. It's part of the soundtrack. It's probably Weird. just that three-second... Yeah, it's just one of those things that makes no sense yeah. that it shows up. Because it was... And it's like a little more drawn out than it was also, like like in the actual song. So yeah. it Yeah, it was, it was just weird. Yeah. I, I don't it, know it why made they no sense. But yeah. I don't understand. I'm yeah. Nervous. But so basically he kills everybody in kind of entertaining ways and eventually ends up having a fight. Yeah. Jason Scott Lee. Right. Again. Of course. And and that's where the real weird like the disconnect for me comes from, because like this is the dude who directed Mortal Kombat. Yes. So he's used to doing like hand-to-hand fighting combat scenes. He needs to stick with like dudes shooting other dudes type scenes because like those are just filmed kind of crappy. Yeah. Like it's just not exciting, not really. I don't know. It's it's hard. to. It's just not filmed well at all. Yeah. And it's not nearly as fun. There's a lot of drama to it or anything. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like everything before it is a lot of fun. Like, when he is wrecking everybody, it's kind of awesome. And then you're kind of like, oh, I guess he's fighting this dude now. Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, they... You can guess who wins. Uh, Jason Scott Lee. Oh. Jason Scott Lee does not win. Oh. But anyway, so yeah, so they... He takes everyone back to the, the ship, where at this point, Jason Isaacs is like, fuck it, I don't want to die we lose, blow up the planet. Let's get the hell out yeah, of here. Apparently they've got some kind of planet destroying planet bomb. Killer. Thing. Yeah, the planet killer bomb. <laughs> they have 15 of them. Yeah, sure. Gary Busey points out. Why? And he, know. And they're not very big. Yeah. No, no, but you know, and when you're talking about nuclear yeah. stuff. Oh, oh, nuclear stuff. And he basically doesn't want to use it. You know, like Gary Busey's like, you sure about that? We're just leaving these guys behind, you know? It's our trash planet, And Jason man. Isaac's like, I'm not going to die. I'm your commanding officer. Let's get the fuck out of here. Sure. And that's when Gary Busey is finally about to fight him, and he gets shot for his trouble. Yep. Good job, Because Jason Gary Isaacs Busey. is just a piece of shit. Yeah. And carries a revolver. Mm-hmm. So basically, Kurt Russell gets back to the ship, sees his old buddies, who are no longer soldiers, apparently, according to the protocol on the ship. They're just like... Dudes. You don't have to salute. Worker You're, dudes. Yeah. You're just exceptional worker guys, yeah. <laughs> well-trained worker guys who have killed hundreds, if yeah. not thousands. Yeah, but now you're nothing. Now you're just dudes. So they're the ones setting up the bomb, and then Kurt Russell sees them, and they're like, okay, they start saluting him, because they're like, holy shit, dude, you're still alive? Like, you're the boss. You're yeah. the ranking dude. But, of course, they don't show any emotion, so they're like, holy shit, dude, you're still alive. You're alive. You I are salute the boss. Again, still with no words, though. Just Yeah, and no blinking, either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just salutes. and yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, Kurt Russell takes over the ship, tosses Jason Isaacs and the other officers that are left out onto the ground. Onto the planet with the yeah. planet killer with, bomb. With the planet killer mm-hmm. bomb and says, let's get the fuck out of here, guys. And then they flew to planet Trinity moon system space. <laughs> well, before yeah. they do that, 
Well, it blows an entire the fuck fucking up. planet blows up behind. Yeah, them. well, there's yeah. that. That's kind of a given. Right, but it's it's one hell of an explosion. It's like, it is a, it is a quality explosion. It's beyond goddamn Death Star. It's <laughs> it's like a hundred yeah. damn Death Star <laughs> shot that planet. It's just like <laughs> fuck your planet. <laughs> yeah, and it goes off right behind them. Yeah. So yeah, that blows up. Kurt Russell is now the commander of the ship. Sure. And so he flies to Trinity Moon space happy. And then he gets system. a he gets a space hug and all is yep. well. He gets yes. a space hug from the little kid. Yeah. Because even soldiers need space hugs. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that when the kid walks in, like you know, the, all the <laughs> all the soldiers are like silently pointing at screens and mm-hmm. nodding to each other I think and he saluting. Goes, here. And like, here? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Affirmative. Sir. Yes. And yeah. then the kid's just kind of standing there in the doorway, and all the soldiers are like, what is this small human thing? <laughs> what is this children? <laughs> kill. 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 And then the kid just gives a... The universal <laughs> sign for give me a hug. Somebody needs a hug. <laughs> His Arms out. And Kurt Russell and just looks at him haircut. like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> well, that was the most awkward, like, kneel down, like, uh, what's <laughs> happening here? <laughs> like further proving that Kurt Russell is an excellent actor. Yes. Totally. Because uh, Kurt, the real Kurt Russell loves children and hates mm-hmm. communists. This is true. All the children of the world love Kurt Russell. Yeah, he did kind of act like he was a guy who, you know, he had a restraining order and he had to go door to door whenever he moved into a new neighborhood. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> He's got a kid wanting to hug him. He's like, ah, I don't know if this is a good idea. Hi, my name's Todd 3465. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see from my tattoo on my cheek. I'm required by law to inform you of my presence. Yeah. yeah. That I'm a that, registered soldier. If you can imagine that's how someone would pick up a kid, that's how he picks up that kid. Right. Okay. And then, then, then they fly off, live happily ever after. Sure. Because killing many, many people. Killing that entire regiment of, of, of genetically engineered soldiers is probably going to have no repercussions whatsoever. Yeah. They're not going to hunt you down across the galaxy or yeah, have a transponder not, on the ship, figure out where you go or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, they're not going to want he their ship back. He blew up the planet. You know, think they you know, know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. Government ship, they probably have GPS. You can't and, think about that okay. stuff. <laughs> they don't have GPS because that's that's for one planet. Yeah, you, so you that's cool. future GPS. UPS. UPS. Like I said, transponders. <laughs> yeah. UPS. Universal positioning system. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Bruno. that's right. Is it rating time? Yes. It is. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Okay. Four jocks. Wow. Yes. Ah, that is high, sir. I high. really had a lot of fun with this movie, and I love the second half. The basically the just the throwback. Hey. It doesn't matter how he got here. It doesn't matter how he got the weapons. It doesn't matter how he got any of that. I don't care. He is going to kill guys in cool ways. And he proceeds to kill guys in cool ways. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. And, yeah. And, and granted, it doesn't get a five because the first half is kind of... It starts yeah. to drag a bit. You're And you don't really care about any of those people. And there really aren't any good lines in the movie either because really. he never fucking gets to speak. So Yeah, it is kind of funny still, when you look at the... Uh, the cast page, there are no quotes for Todd 3465. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, go figure. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that keeps the rating down on this, is there's not a whole lot of witty rep- repartee like we like in our bad movies. Yeah. So, this one gets a three from me. I, I, didn't, I, I guess I wasn't feeling it as much, but um, still pretty damn good, pretty enjoyable. You know, I could watch this one again, so. Okay. I was fluctuating at like a two or a three. Um, 
my my desire to go lower with a two would be just because of that. It's like just fucking say something, Kurt Russell. Come on, you know, <laughs> save everybody some time. Yeah, just. But I don't know the the once the kill fest begins, I think I'm gonna allow that to bump it up to a three. It, well, it, it I mean, becomes pretty fun at that point. When people get hit with rocket launchers yes. and we're all about to jump out of our seats cheering, yeah, yeah, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, so I, I'm going to go ahead and allow it up to a three, but yeah, that the first uh, hour is a little slow at, at times. Yeah, so and and it probably could have gotten a five from me if that final fight with Jason Scott Lee had been decent. Yeah, but it's just kind of it's just kind of a dreary downer. Yeah, this is probably one of our bigger budget movies we've done 60 mil i mean that's that's yeah. pretty much up there for what we've watched i think yeah you but know. it definitely yeah. falls into the bad category oh yeah i mean it yeah. was a terrible flop sure made no money yeah like 10 percent on rotten tomatoes or something like that yeah, yeah it made 14 and a half mil worldwide yeah worldwide <laughs> nice that's rough when you said uh Burn. i think before we were recording you said it was a straight to dvd yeah, yeah straight in to the dvd UK, in the uk, UK. Wow. <laughs> the highest budget film ever to go straight to DVD. Nice. Yeah. Man. But I mean, it's, I still think Escape from LA is a much, much worse Kurt Russell movie. Just probably because that shit's so bad on the first one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway. But yeah. I mean, this, you know, Paul Anderson, I'll give him credit. He used to know how to make a pretty decent movie. Not anymore, though. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I wish, oh, I wish some of the fun of this fallen. one had been in Alien vs. Predator, but. Agreed. You know. Oh, well. There should have been some Kurt Russell in Alien vs. Predator. Oh, God. Agreed. Agreed a thousand percent. So. All right. Let's move on to second half. Take a break first. Shall we? Sounds good. Yeah, to me. sounds good. Yay. Break. Hey, Bamcast. So, um, so watch any good movies lately? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I don't oh. think we really have a topic or anything. I was just going to thank uh, Max again for suggesting Soldier. So, good job from Max. a voicemail, I believe, a long time back. Not too far back. Not too far a back. A few episodes back. A few episodes ago. Yeah. That's a long time ago. But yeah, uh, who watched what in this last week? Obviously, I've been sick, so I watched a lot of damn movies um i watched quite a few we had two I weeks a couple two weeks i yeah. um you know after our big end of the year blowout extravaganza movies of the year right um the I golden saw, jocks awards yes um i guess we can jump right into it i saw true grit yay yeah does that change your um does that change your top five top five at all surprisingly enough it does not really it, it's a solid number six. Gotcha. And the only reason for that is because I was not nearly as emotionally invested at the very end of the movie as I thought I would be. And I... Oh, so you went into it with expectations. No, but I mean, <laughs> over the course of the movie, I mean, I love, like, Jeff Bridges is incredible. So is Matt Damon. So is uh, Haley Steinfeld. I mean, they're all really, really good. Yeah, learn that and, name, kids, by the way. And, Haley Steinfeld, because yeah. you're going to be hearing it again. And... 
the movie was a hell of a lot funnier than I was expecting. Yeah. I mean, I mm-hmm. knew it was Coen Brothers, but I, I kind of, you well, know. like, No Country I, I, was not real funny. I mean, yeah, it had you know, moments. You think about, like, Miller's Crossing yeah, isn't yeah. particularly funny either. No. You know, like, when kind of when they almost go genre, they kind of push that out. Yeah. And it's probably the least Coen-Zy of all the Coen Brothers movies, I'd say. It's the one they kind of play it straight the most. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know why, but I just, I wasn't nearly, it like, it didn't have the impact and the emotional attachment that I was hoping for at the end. And especially when I can compare it to my number five movie, The American, and how I felt at the end of that movie about everyone involved, you know. It's just because you love Clooney. Not just him. Okay. (laughs) I do, but not just him. He loves other men too. Yes. Loves other. Totally other men's that were in that movie. Yeah. But yeah. But so, I mean, it's it's a solid number six. It's definitely a very, very, very good movie. It didn't change my top ten. Well, I mean... It, or it, my top five. Sorry. It's in my top ten for sure, though. Okay. At well, least I don't have to hate you for, uh, you know, for disliking it. Oh, no. Because if, if you had not liked it, I would have to murder you. I don't see how anybody could dislike that movie. Oh, somebody will. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, Green cap? That's true. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's right. They, I keep forgetting there are people who hate segue. stuff that's good. He will like, he will He will dislike something that you like. I no, think he does it on purpose. Do we want to uh, Do we want to talk about what I, BJ and yes. I both watched on AMC? No, no. no well, well, okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, sure. it's, it's, it's topical more, right yeah, now. It is topical. Sure. Go Very ahead. smart of AMC to put the original True Grid on. This weekend, it was a what Sunday morning Sunday, slash afternoon Sunday morning, on? like ten or eleven, sometime that I'm usually not up on Sundays. Yeah, it was just a, a stroke of crazy luck that I managed to like a get up before noon on a Sunday and b actually you know tune into AMC. Because mm-hmm. I you know nothing against AMC. I just a I don't watch a lot of TV and b I'm looking for something crazy on Discovery or TLC. Yeah, to keep my attention, but um. It was kind of funny that it was on because after after seeing it Saturday night, my girlfriend was like, is True Good on Netflix? I was like, I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> I, looked, I had to add it to the queue, but it's not on streaming. And then it just, by pure stroke of luck, we were looking for something to watch on Sunday morning. It's like, oh, shit, True Good's on. And I happened to like, uh, I'm checking my Twitter feed and, you know, during a commercial and happened to see... Yeah, I happened to see you post about it, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, hey, we're we're both watching it, yay!" Yeah, it because we I know we had both talked about wanting to see the original, so mm-hmm. it was a fortuitous stroke of luck. Yeah, it's it's interesting how some scenes, the dialogue can be almost identical, yet how they play out was so very different. But yeah, so much of the dialogue plays so similar or exactly the same in some instances, but mm-hmm. uh, but the looks, yeah, and, know, the, and some of it just shows up in different places, right? And then they play uh, Labeef's character almost totally different, um, or at least the reactions to Labeef's character almost totally different, um, which I was kind of surprised. I didn't remember it being how it was, but um, he was much less of a, A, he was much, he wasn't perceived as as big an asshole, and, um, and B, he was with him, you know, pretty much the entire movie, he was trailing around with with rooster and and maddie ross yeah that stuff the him being in it especially uh the part where they come upon the house Mm -hmm. which you know in the new one plays out a lot differently but and and i think labeef is around so much because he's kind of like glenn campbell's build number two on that movie yeah so it's one of those like old movie things where it's like okay well he has to have this much screen time because of that right right you know? I don't know the way it is in the book. Like, I, I haven't heard which is more true to the actual... 
I've heard to the actual novel. The Cohen one is much, much more. From accurate. what I understand, it's much more. And and they made a point of not watching the old one, which makes it even more interesting that some scenes play out so similarly. Yeah, practically identical. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it must have. Chances are, those are the ones that are in the book, just that way. Yeah, that's that's what I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the old one is still good. I think having having seen them both close together. I do believe that I like the new one better. Mm-hmm. I'd agree um, with you. You know, the old one is is great and charming and wonderful, and you know, it's well, freaking John Jeff Wayne. Jeff Bridges is a hell of a lot better than John Wayne is. Yeah, um, you know, John Wayne's not a bad actor, but he John Wayne's the whole thing up. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, he's part. he's a bit too hammy for my taste. Yeah, but you know, I, I don't know. I think that's kind of what the feeling of the era was with with those movies and it, especially with his acting mm-hmm. i saw a couple snippets of another john wayne movie later that day i think they played i think they played another one right after right after true grit but uh and did it was did this, they play it, the sequel because i mean they made a sequel to it the old was, one. they well, made a movie called rooster cogburn and mm-hmm. the old one. oh no it wasn't that it Isn't was it, Catherine hepburn yeah, in it? yeah it was definitely um it was actually probably maybe 10 10 years earlier from the look of John Wayne. Oh, okay. He looked a lot younger in the, in that next movie, but yeah, he did the same sort of, you know, hamming it up type of, you know, well, I'm an old West type of guy here. Here mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. John Wayne kind of, <laughs> which is a terrible. He plays John, John, yeah, that's as he good plays, as Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, he plays John Wayne. He plays always. a John Wayne so. character always. Yeah. But, uh, what else, what else have we seen? In other news, I wanted to ask you, talking about possibly revising the uh, the Golden Jocks, your opinion on Scott Pilgrim, because that was our other uh, that was our other wild card to, to coming to a unanimous Golden Jocks winner is mm-hmm. the fact that you hadn't seen that, Mackie hadn't seen True Grit, so we decided on Inception, hadn't we? Yes, we had. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I think that could affect that because I, I have Scott Pilgrim number two, Mackie has it number one. You hadn't seen it was if it cracked your one or two spot, which I'm thinking it probably didn't. But want to hear your opinion? Let me let me take a look at. Well, I'm pretty sure you, you had Inception number two and you had um, True Grit number yeah, True one. Grit was one Inception two. So I mean that's what I'm saying. If it doesn't knock up and shake up those two, then we made the right choice. You know, it's kind of close because um, I'm not really sure. I don't know if I haven't digested enough of the movie yet, but I think it does sneak in my top five. Okay. Um, I'm not, and I mean, it's kind of, it's actually hard to like, I don't know if it's a number two or a number three for me. Mm-hmm. Cause I, there's something about true grit that I really, really like and keeps it above the rest of the movies. So it, I don't, it, Scott Pilgrim is not going to make my number one, but I can't decide if it should be number two or number three. You know, so I, I don't. But you definitely I, liked it. I definitely liked yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, obviously what, what did we're you talking think? about it being in my top five. Yeah, let, let's hear um, some thoughts on Scott Pilgrim because God, you I know me. It, I love to hear about Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, no, and and actually, <laughs> I'm when I get paid tomorrow, I think I'm going to order the the um the box set of the of the graphic novels or comics if you prefer. Really? Yeah, because I really like the world. Like mm-hmm. I really, really, really enjoy what the creator has. I, I forget his name, and I, I apologize. O'Malley, uh, yeah, Brian Michael O'Malley, I, I believe so. Yeah, but um, I really like sort of the the feel and the style of what he's created, and Brian the, Lee O'Malley. Yeah. yeah, and the the movie itself is just 
oh God, I hate to, I, I don't think I have an adjective that, that accurately describes the way I like this movie, but it's mm-hmm. refreshing, I guess, almost sort of in a way. <laughs> um, but it's, and I hate to just say it's different because it's more than that, but it's a really, really neat take on a, you know, on a, on a pretty standard guess, story. A, yeah. On, on kind of a, a, I guess a standard story, but, um, it's just a, an interesting take on a movie in general because you don't see a movie do stuff like with the, you know, with the flashes on screen and with the like animated stuff kind of, or the, you know, little lightning bolt animations over mm-hmm. everything. You don't see a movie do that and really stick with it very often. You know, it's, they'll throw it in as a little, you know, maybe in a weird trippy sequence or something, but you don't see them play that up the entire movie like they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was just so effective throughout the, throughout the movie. You know, the, when somebody new would pop up, it'd show a little, you know, a little thing about them like, you know, Scott Pilgrim, yeah, awesome. their age, where yeah. they live, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that was really effective. It was a great way of introducing the characters. Um, the fight scenes were just, ah, what's the word? I, I, I have a hard time finding finding words for the movie because it's, it is so different. Um, but Which is probably why I babbled so much yeah, the last episode it's, it's when all, I tried to talk about it. It's all clever and and neat and fun. Um, I don't know what I exactly was expecting when I came into the movie, mm -hmm. but I think I got all of it. And from what (laughs) I've realized, there's, there's people who think it's too clever. Green capped among them, but you know, there there are plenty of other people and there's a really interesting thing I've noticed, you know, cause like I said, this movie is very divisive. People are either like, this is a hipster piece of shit, too clever for its own good movie. Or, you know, or people like me who just like, love every fucking second of it. Yeah. And it's interesting because it seems like everyone I've talked to that's younger than me, and I am not, you know, doing the whole internet majority, like literally everyone I've talked to that's younger than me has loved the movie. And everyone I've, I've talked to that's older than me that has seen it has hated it. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not like exaggerating it. It's like literally the people that are older than me have been like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And the word hipster comes up a lot. I don't know if they actually realize what hipsters yeah, are. or what the current definition of hipster yeah. is. Because it, it does Just change. because someone's witty doesn't make them a fucking hipster. Right. Just because, yeah, just because they're snarky Just because they talk a lot and they're sarcastic does not make yeah. them fucking hipsters. Most but, of the hipsters you know. I know are not these people. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of hipstery stuff in there, yeah. sure. But but yeah, it's it <laughs> really comes down to whether or not you buy the cleverness or not. Yeah, and I, I, I totally bought it. I mean, I... I've talked a lot of trash about Michael Sarah, and I think we all have, mm-hmm. but this is one of those roles that you can't cast anyone else for. You know, is love him or hate him, I don't think you could have gotten away with anyone else in that in that role other than Michael Sarah. I mean, maybe you can name somebody because you're a lot more <sighs> well-versed than me, but I, I, I just don't know if you could do it. I don't think so. Um, you know, it does kind of pain me to say it, but... Casting someone someone better than Michael Sarah, yeah. Casting someone other than Michael Sarah in this Um, movie. I mean, if you can, nobody can say Jesse Eisenberg because no no way. Yeah, no, no. Um, There's no way. uh, Even though they always get compared to each other, right? Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, mean, everyone else, I I don't want to say because I I don't like them equally as much. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I I love everyone in that movie. Yeah, I think everyone is well cast in that movie. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Jason Schwartzman was perfect. Mm-hmm. as the uh, uh gideon i mean well as he, he calls me he says he's the perfect asshole yeah and he you know he just 
eats those parts, those types of parts for breakfast, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really liked it and it's, it's easily in my top five. Um, it's probably going to push, probably going to push Tron Legacy out of my top five, I guess. Poor Tron. It just yeah, keeps getting Tron. pushed out of all of our top fives. Every time we revise. And like, I feel bad It's like for we that, love you, Tron, but we don't love you that much. Right. I just thought of somebody that might be interesting as Scott Pilgrim. Okay. Who might be interesting? Anton Yelchin. Really? Mm, yeah. I, I mean, if you're I only, probably if, see it, if your yeah. only experience is, is him and, uh, you know, his Chekhov, then you might not see it. But if you see him in something else. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him yeah. in anything else that I can think of. But does, I mean, yeah, can that, he pull that off work. the straight English, huh? yeah, straight English American speaking accent? Yeah, no, he doesn't have an accent. Oh, he doesn't have no, an accent. Okay. He was just doing the Russian. The, okay, well, the I mean, Anton Russian Yelchin. Is, yeah. So I, yeah, no, I mean. And I've, that's the only role I've seen him yeah, in. So no, he doesn't have to have an accent. Okay. <laughs> he was over the top yeah. with Star well, Trek. I, f- I figured purpose. it was over the top, but yeah. I just didn't know if it yeah. was. But I, I've watched that movie twice. In the past yeah. two weeks. Once even on my iPod. It was the first movie I've ever watched on my iPod. That's amazing. An iPod classic, we have to say. Yeah, an iPod classic. Just saying you're like watching it on an iPod. Touch wouldn't be so bad. You know, I watched right. it at work on an iPod classic. Yeah. You just had it kind of sitting there with, yeah, while like, you were working. Yeah, and I'd glance over at, the, at it on the desk. That'd be hard to catch some of that action on the... Well, I just... I enjoy the music so much. I, yeah, and that's... The music is fun. another thing. The, all those Beck songs are so good. Yeah. This is really good. Yep. I have all three soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I actually almost went and downloaded the Scott Pilgrim, the game. Ah, and, um, uh, it's fun. It's fun. That would be fun. I, I would like to play all three players because you know, we can play up to four. So Yeah, yeah I, I resisted game. for okay. the time being, but um, my this was the same day I watched True Grit and I was at home. You, you almost know. went home and downloaded the True Grit video game? Yeah. <laughs> or no. Red Dead Redemption? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. um, but, you know, my I was, I was there keeping an eye on my mom and... Just at every turn, she's like, do you really need to watch this? <laughs> do you have to watch this right now? And I'm like, well, I... Well, your mom is older than me. Yeah, yeah. So. And and I, like, the phone would ring and I'd pause the movie, you know, to answer the phone. And uh, she'd say, you know, do you, do you have to keep watching that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, actually... Boy, your mom really hated Scott Pilgrim. Oh, Bilgram. man, she despised it. It was hilarious. <laughs> and we had a guy come over. We were having some problems with the refrigerator, so she came over, or he came over to, <laughs> to fix the fridge, and she's like, don't watch that movie while he's here. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, it's just a movie. And she's like, well, you'll need to be you know, able to go... To talk to him. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I had to pause the movie for 45 minutes while the refrigerator refrigerator guy was there. And at the end of the I'm movie, I'm amazed you still ended up liking this movie. If that was your experience, was broken up into little chunks like that. Well, yeah, I did get interrupted a whole lot, but this movie sold me from from go, like from the Universal logo, the kind of quasi eight bit Universal mm-hmm. logo with the music. I was like, okay, yeah, all right. You got me so far, and then it just kept wrapping me in and wrapping me in and wrapping me in. You had me at hello. You had me at <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and when it, when it was over, I was like, so what did you think? She's like, <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> I love my mother, but she was wrong about that. It just yeah. was a hilarious experience. At least your mom made it through the movie, because... She probably took a couple naps. Yeah. But I, I had it I had it cranked, you know, I was watching on Blu-ray with either, the surround. Either of my parents would probably disown me if I made them watch Scott Pilgrim. She doesn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Mine um, do and they would, so. Yeah, it's not like she could get up and, you know, and run out of the room mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I really liked it and I'm not 
I'm not going to say just yet that it's time to revise our Golden Jocks Award winner. Um, I wasn't. I don't think that. so. I was just curious what your, your take on if it was an immediate one or two. I know? don't think we need to. I think Inception still. It's a quality something. choice. I don't know. I, I'm I'm thinking I may have liked Scott Pilgrim better than Inception, but um, we'll see. I want to give it some time <laughs> before nope. I. No revisionist history anymore. It's 2011, man. I know, but... It's a new decade. But, you know, again. I can... <laughs> but I can, you know, I can this always year. go back and change my top, you know... Yeah. My top five. It's, mm-hmm. Sure. Sure, it's on record, but... Yeah. I reserve the right to change anything at any time. Right on. But, uh, yeah, I, I kind of do want to watch it again, and I do want more of that world. And I would not... Well, once you buy I the would, comics, you're loaning them to me and Harlow. Yep. Probably. I would <laughs> we'll not... just make a chain of trades. Sure. I would not... Um, I would not be sad to see a sequel or to see, you know, another movie in this world. I think... Yeah, I might... don't know if that'll happen, though, because they condensed all the books into one movie. Did they all of them? Yeah. Okay. Because they actually rewrote the ending because when they filmed the original ending, the books had not... The last book had not come out yet. Ah. And then they changed the ending based on what happened in the book. Gotcha. Well... From what I understand. I'm sure that there is more in this world to do. And I would not, I actually would like to see another movie in this world or another something in this world because mm-hmm. it was, it was that kind of fun. Oh, that's okay. a good thing. So, so, well, speaking of lists. Yeah. So Harlow. Speaking of lists that people lists. have made. Oh, ha ha. I was stretching for a segue there. Yeah. Did you watch Schindler's List? No. Oh, not that guy's oh. list. Uh, but that, that movie is on this list. Um, Favorite so, movie list of movies. Your favorite well, movies with what's list. What's funny in them. is this is actually a challenge I issued to BJ last time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And then you picked it up. You did this last. Remember episode? when I mentioned Lawrence of Arabia? Yeah. I oh, said, yeah. okay, here's here we I'll, go. I must have been half AFI top hundred. Okay, so I've decided I was I was a majority of the way through the AFI top one hundred, and so I just decided that this year I'm going to finish it. And I'm also going to do both lists because there is a 97 and a 2007. Oh, mission. man. Well, that's how many movies are different between uh, the two? 20. 23. Yeah, 23 ones that came off and were replaced by others. Um, that's a lot. You're a better man than I. So sir. I decided to start that off by watching one from the original list and one of the ones that made it on the 2007 and knocked off another one. You know, mm-hmm. I figured that was a good way to start. And they're also kind of similarly themed in roundabout sort of way. So, uh, from the 97 list, I decided to watch Guess Who's Coming to Dinner because I'd never seen it. Hmm. And, uh, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie and shockingly good to me, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I don't... I think I've become too accustomed to movies from the 60s. That particular era, you know, the Breakfast at Tiffany's kind of era where things were just light and bubbly and, you mm-hmm. know, fluffy for the, mo- for the most part. You know, not a lot of real content there. They could be fun, but, they, you know, you weren't going to walk away feeling like your life was changed, but... I think this one does a really good job of setting itself up like one of those. And then in like the last half hour, just bam, just hit you over the yeah. head with like, holy shit, we reeled you in to watch, you know, this. It's like they set you up like, hey, you think you're going to watch this like Doris Day, you know, light, fluffy, fun movie. And then all of a sudden hey, it's like, happy fun. Boom. Boom. Message. Yes. Big time. And it's, I think it's, it's really great in a, in a subversive way like that, you know, to, you know, set people up for something like that. And then just mm-hmm. like, you know, guess what, motherfuckers, you're getting a message. Guess who's coming to dinner, <laughs> yeah, bitches. <exactly>. Messages. <laughs> Sydney yeah. Poitier. Messages yeah. are coming so, to dinner. And I mean, I, 
I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find a better uh, swan song performance than uh, Spencer Tracy in that movie. I mean, that was his last movie, and that's mm-hmm. what a way to go out. I mean, he just, you know, I mean, obviously Sidney Poitier is amazing in that movie, but so is Spencer Tracy, and so is Catherine Hepburn. I mean, that's yeah. like, they're, those three are just amazing in that movie, so. Yeah, it's funny to think about, you know, that good a cast. Yeah. Begin the movie back then. Right. Yeah, and it's weird that, you know, that of all the, you know, you got four major players in the movie, and they cast basically a complete unknown to play the daughter. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't recognize her from anything else, yeah. but whatever. She's still okay. She did her thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, she was she there. Br- she, she brought him up. to dinner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> her part was done. Okay. <laughs> guess who's going to hey. dinner? I said the line. Let me get a check now. But yeah, no, it's, it's well deserving to be on a, you know, top 100 movies of all time kind of list. I think. And then they took it off and then they took it off and replaced it. Well, not then it's not like they replaced this, you know, it's not like yeah. you said, we took this movie off to put this movie on, but this is the way it kind of feels like a committee would have gotten together. Yeah. It's kind of weird because it's not like the bottom 23 films just pushed right. themselves off. It's like right. they revoted on everything. Yeah. It's seriously like, and I mean, so for, some stuff just vanished off the list. Yeah. And like the two, I'm not looking forward to watching. Like I, I I'm all for watching this list of movies. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. fun to me. The two that I'm not looking forward to based on a lot of things are, one that they took off and one that they put back on, but it's like, hey, we we took this off so we wouldn't punish you, but now we put this on. They took off, you know, D.W. Griffin's Birth of a Nation, but they put on D.W. Griffin's Intolerance, which uh-huh. is even longer than fucking Birth of a Nation. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't realize they did that. Yeah. Oh, that's Oops. wrong. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not like they directly said, we're doing this to take this movie off to put this one on, but in some cases like that, it's like, well, Birth of a Nation and is a controversial... And watching Birth of a Nation, you got to feel like a just a terrible person watching that. You know yeah, what I mean? But, I mean, you've got to separate yourself from content and just yeah. watch the, you know, holy shit, we made a three-hour epic movie in 1917, 16, somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah, I'm so, a terrible person anyway. So yeah, well, matter. I mean, so... And I, I don't think Intolerance is really that much better on the... I mean, the guy was a fucking racist, you know, from yeah. the word go. I mean, yeah. so, whatever. But that, you know... Anyway, getting to that, why it feels like they took certain movies off to put certain movies on is the other one I watched from the 2007 list is Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. And fuck you people for <laughs> putting this movie on a top anything. I have seen enough movies that I don't think this movie deserves to be in a top thousand. Was it the wrong thing? It That movie is just to do? an absolute... I mean, it makes me reevaluate that I ever decided that I liked any Spike Lee movies. That's how bad it is. I mean, it is mm. the most... You heard it right here. Spike Lee sucks. It is the most muddled uh, lack of message movie I think I've ever seen with the most wishy-washy, no, you know, no direction uh, characters that I've ever seen. I mean, they make no sense. I mean, it's just, it's the most amateurish thing I've ever seen somebody give ridiculous amounts of praise to. It just, at no point does it come anywhere close to me having any kind of a message. I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, they're a thousand better films dealing mm-hmm. with race and prejudice than this movie. I mean, to take something like guess who's coming off, guess who's coming to dinner off the list, not include something like boys in the hood or, I mean, which is a fantastic film. I mean, there's just a bajillion other movies that are, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I would argue that crash is a better movie dealing with race, you know, but I mean, it's like, mm. I'm just saying, it's like, you know, at least it's, it's more competent. The, the, the characters kind of make sense in crash. I don't know if you've ever seen Do the Right Thing, but it is a hot mess of a movie. I saw it. I saw it. So you liked it? No. It's probably been 15 years since I've seen it. Yeah. But I remember liking it. Yeah. It's just, 
I, I don't. I don't because what, I would not no. have seen stuff, something like Summer of Sam if I didn't remember liking other Spike Lee movies. Oh, I, and I, and I, I had heard Summer of Sam was compared to that one most often. And Summer of Sam's a piece of shit. I just I don't I don't I yeah. I again I don't I don't have recent memory of Summer of Sam. Maybe I was blindly overlooking things because I like some of his other movies. I mean like I, I don't know. I mean like I mean his his Malcolm X movie is is an amazing, you know, biography movie. It's it's really well done, really well acted and it's like yeah, I just don't get it. I mean, just to me it seems like it's the it's the absolute least of his work. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like he took a step down because that wasn't even his first movie. I mean, he made um She's Got to Have It before that, which mm-hmm. was kind of dripping with a rear, weird raw st- style to it. You know, I mean, it was it was very much in that. Uh, I don't even know what you'd call it. it. It's like that almost like weird, like early or late 80s hip hop video vibe to it. Yeah. You know, with quick cuts and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> music, music between the, the cuts and everything like that, which mm-hmm. which was new and different at the time. Yeah. It just feels. Really feels very of, dated now. It feels very dated and kind of stupid at this point, you know, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I mean, just everything about she's, you know, I'll do the right thing is just it's just so horrible. I mean, from the most ridiculous opening sequence I've ever seen, I think, in any movie, it's just Rosie Perez dancing like a mad woman over the entire credit sequence. Well, there's your problem. And just, yeah, that's the other thing about this movie. <laughs> I will never, ever forgive him because this is the one that says introducing Rosie Perez to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spike Lee. Maybe Spike Lee just job, accidentally Spike. made a good movie or two, and then I everybody one movie before this, I believe. So everybody thought, "Hey, Spike Lee, his name's Spike, and he's making some edgy movies, so he's got to be good." Maybe they just gave him a pass on everything well, he gave, else. He gave himself a big part in this movie. I mean, he sometimes, you know, he usually shows up. You know, he, he tries to pull the Alfred Hitchcock thing and show up in his old movies somewhere. You know, and that's even, acceptable. Even to if an it's extent. like a walk by, like, "Hey, I'm Spike Lee. I made this movie." But I mean, he, I he's a, he's a major role in this movie, yeah. and he's should not be acting ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you think it suffered because of like? Well, he he made, possibly specifically because he he, he tried plays, to insert himself he into plays it. a pretty pivotal role in, in the in where this movie kind of goes off the deep end, you know. So it certainly doesn't help. Do you think it's you know I, I don't know maybe he he's like. This my movie. This is my message. I'm putting myself in it. I, I, I would love to sit. Just, down, I would love to sit down and have dinner with him and try to figure out what the hell his intended message of this movie was. Because it, to me, it, it just it hurts because it's like I don't understand what what he was trying to go for. I mean, it's just weird. It's like, well, I mean, to me, it's it, it's it's weird. It's almost to me, it almost feels like insulting to to the black culture. Really, I mean, that's that's the way it feels. It's like. Yeah, you know, it's like it's all about these the Italian pizza shop that's in a, in a black neighborhood, and they're they're not leaving it anywhere. They get along with everybody except for one of the sons is, you know, a, a bigoted asshole, and the one de- of the sons of the, of the Italian pizza, of, yeah, the, of the Italian. You know, he's he's kind of bigoted, but everyone else is kind of cool with them being there, and they're cool being there. And the dad's like, yeah, I grew up. I watch these kids grow up eating my pizza. You know, I'm not going anywhere. And then all of a sudden, it's like something happens with the cops, you know, and they're like, fucking burn down the pizza place. And it's just like, mm-hmm. what? Like, it just, it just switches on a dime. And it's like, so what you're saying is like, you know, at the drop of a hat of something that doesn't even really directly correlate to the other, it's just, you're going to turn into riotous animals. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I mm. mean, it's just, it's a weird muddy message and I just don't understand it at all. Mm. But I guess the big question is, is this going to stop your quest to no, watch all of them? No, it's just a painful way to start. It's like start with a really good movie and then start with, you know, then move on to a movie that changed it. I mean, maybe I'll just leave the, the 2007 list for the very end 
You know, that's that's the only way I could think. Because I mean, it's just thinking about the the revisionist. Things Don't give up on 2007. Just what I've seen so far. It's like some of the things that they took off and some of the things they put on. I mean, they put the fucking sixth sense on the 2007. Really? Yes. And took off things like Patton, um, uh, Third Man. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the Third Man. That that's the one that pisses yeah. me off. It's just like I mean, that's weird. Yeah. Oh god. And they put the first Lord of the Rings movie on there. I mean, it's like. Uh, that's the best one. I, I think so. Well, but, but they're all they're all. It's all one big yeah, ass it's, movie. It's all one movie that's just chopped into three parts. Yeah, to yeah but it doesn't get work it that way for their list. But yeah, it's just strange. Yeah, but you, you'd think the AFI, being you know being well versed in film, would understand that and and include that. You know, well here's well, another. I mean, if if on you're that token, put, do you have to add all six Star Wars movies if you want to put Star Wars in no, there? No, but here, here's no, see, but if you look at the intent behind behind the Lord of the Rings movies, you know, they're filmed to essentially be one big movie, all perfect. one big yeah. movie. But now here, here's my problem more. So with putting that on this list is, um, I know a list is a list is a list and it's, it's arbitrary. What they decide is, is the list. But when AFI did their top comedy movies, you look at like the, you know, they did, they only did 50 for that. I think it was, but you could go and look at the, the big nominee list, you know, everything mm-hmm. they considered. And nowhere on that list was three amigos. Like, not even on, like, the 500 possible whittle down to 50 was it on there. And the only thing I can I can think is that it was somehow not considered an American movie. Like, it was filmed in Canada or filmed by a Canadian or... I mean, it was Lauren Michael produced, which, you know, it, it's just... Oh, that yeah. fucking Canadian. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Canadian I don't know if they just somehow bitch. looked over that, but, I mean, Three Amigos, when you're mentioning comedy, needs to be at least in a top 500 It needs list. to be in the conversation. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be in the conversation. But... You let Lord of the Rings get an American Film Institute directed by yeah. a New Zealander in New Zealand with a mostly non-American cast. Yeah. I mean, I know it was produced by New Line here in America, but that feels more foreign than something like Three Amigos. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I wonder when well, you put all these things together, I wonder if there's some sort of agenda in 2007. Um, had the... Had the uh, presidential race begun at the point where oh, they I don't know. came up with this list? I don't. Why would no, I'm not? That stuff doesn't. Well, you never know. You you never know what they're. You might want to think that that everybody's you know trying well, to look at specifically the fact movies. Of the matter is, but if people are whenever trying to anybody capture, makes lists, there's somebody who's going to feel something was left out. Doesn't matter. Yeah. They could make it every single fucking movie ever, and it would still. I mean, granted, I felt that their genre lists were crap. Yeah, personally, they didn't because they they especially didn't jive at all with their top 100 lists. You know, it was just kind of it's I figured they should have just kept it at top 100 and left it at that. Sure. Yeah. And not done all the stupid little genre things. But, you know, they had TV specials or whatever to sell ad space. So, yeah, that's like I said, a list is a list is a list. But I mean, it just seems weird that they're almost contradicting themselves with the two different lists by, you know, you know, not including one and including one, which I don't feel is overly American movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I yeah. understand that. I guess you never know with, with these things, what their, what their thought process yeah. is and even how they came up with what was, you know, what was better than, than the other. Yeah. 
but you know, uh, I mean, there's plenty. There's plenty of good know. lists. I mean, I think I've got a book. It's like a thousand and one movies to see before you die. I yeah, I have that same book. You know, it's like fuck that. I think I got that for Christmas a couple of years ago. So yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to see a thousand one movies. You'd be surprised. Yeah. I mean, let's see. I did twenty this year. <laughs> you, Check back in Bamcast episode one thousand one. Yeah, no you, you'd be surprised how many movies you've seen. We're all in like your life. sixty. Yeah, I yeah. saw. Actually, we older than that. Shit. Shit. How many? No, we're oh never making God. it to a thousand. No way. I know I've seen a thousand movies in my life. Not yeah. no no problem. I guarantee I have. <laughs> yeah. Um speaking of movies. Yes. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> movies. Speaking of movies, I saw another movie Did you know? from two thousand ten. Shutter okay. Island. Oh. It was on Netflix streaming. So I said, I'm gonna watch Shutter Island. I saw at least sixty movies a year. It I might s- be more doable than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Before you just don't die soon. <laughs> but, yeah. Kill myself but today. no, um, Shutter Island, Leo, Leo, Scorsese, Scorsese, Mark Ruffalo, who's really good in it, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, but yeah, it Ruffalo. So it, it doesn't make my top ten. Let's put it that way. I didn't. Figure it doesn't it make would. my honorable mention. It's one of those things where it's like kind of, it's a good genre piece, but it's just kind of you're left thinking, man, there really should have been more to this. Yeah, and you know, and I guess it's the pedigree of the people making it, but it's still just kind of, it's just kind of there. And unfortunately I had it figured out early because yeah, I, I felt like they kind of spelled it out way too much early on. Yeah. I mean, they did, kinda, they did some things to twist it up and make you question that, but yeah, but my first assumption was yeah, pretty much spot on. Yeah. And so it, that kind of, you know, that that's the problem with having a twist picture is if someone figures out the twist, they're inevitably they're not going to think yeah. that the movie's great. Um, I was I was talking to uh, talking to my girlfriend uh, about this movie shortly after we finished watching Inception, and I was talking about it. And before she spoiled it, you know, because I I told her to go ahead and spoil it because I didn't I didn't care too much about seeing it. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Is it this?" And she's like, well, "Yeah, yeah, it is." <laughs> so even before seeing the movie, I, yeah. I had it. Not that I'm a you know intensely intelligent that type of guy. It's just. Yeah, but there's a not that twisty. But you think about it, there's a point where it's got to be tough to make anything. Um, you know, like when you've reached the point Scorsese has, where it's kind of like I think I was talking to you about this about like Radiohead, where oh, there's yeah. assholes like me who are just expecting like, right? My mind's gonna be fucking blown when I listen. You know, like with Radiohead, my mind's gonna be fucking blown when they get put their next album out. You know, and ones like Hill of the Thief that I'm like. Wow, this is a lot better than I remember. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but it's, it's like really, but it really sucks good compared to really, really good. This. Isn't good enough, right? You know, it's like no, that you've you fucking made Rage, Raging Bull. You made Goodfellas. You this. You know, God damn it! You blow my mind and you is, blow it yeah, now. What is this? You know. So it's kind of it's kind of it's got to be tough for guys like that where it's, people just expect absolute yeah. top of the line excellence yeah. well, every think, time you I step you up to, to the plate. It. Like his uh, Cape Fear type of things, his yeah. little you know genre pieces. Yeah, and I mean it's definitely a genre piece. Yeah. It's just it's to me it didn't have any of his fingerprints on it. Yeah, it it felt like you know anybody could have directed that. And that was really the feeling I had from it. So, well, you yeah. know when you've when you've been to the top of the mountain, what else you know? What else is there to do? Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah. Once you jump out of an airplane, what else you know? Okay, land's boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give me some more airplane right go higher and you know it, somebody who may have already seen the top of the top of their proficiency you know the highest highest form of their craft that they're that they're capable of you, you might not get back there yeah you, but 
I mean, maybe it's because I spoiled it for myself by guessing what happens, but I was just kind of like, how could this be on anybody's like top movies of the year list? Yeah. It's not terrible, but it's also yeah. nothing to write home about. Yeah. So. It's like a, just a completely three star movie for me. Shutter Island. It's a movie. Yeah. I it's, watched it. It's not terrible. <laughs> I didn't shut it off. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, do we have anything else? Um, quick mentions. On yeah, the, give give us some quick shots. Okay, because since you were sick, you saw a shit yeah. ton of movies. I basically, um, just so you know, like when I get sick, my my general idea is to watch mediocre movies, like not good, bad, <laughs> not bad. Like I want to watch three star movies. It's just because I, you know, I feel like I want to don't, don't have get to worry about all, processing. Yeah, exactly. you don't have to worry I, about anything. If you just, I if I should fall asleep from not feeling good, I'm not going to feel bad about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. these are movies that. I may watch if I'm bored. They they are my on board movies. So put images in front of my face that I won't yeah. be unhappy about. Right. I will not care either way about because I have no emotion either way. So in that thinking, let's see what all did I watch. Um, my two red box ventures were uh, get him to the Greek. Did the, you get him to the Greek? I did. I did watch all of that. Did he get to the Greek? Uh, he did. He did. Well, Good. thank God for that. Um, it's the quasi sequel to Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, I forgot all about that movie. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not terrible. <laughs> it's, all right. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> five stars. It wasn't terrible. I mean, you know, other than I, I this is one of those things. Like, hey, if you don't want to, any kind of spoiler whatsoever. But this is spoiler. I just get him. You to already the Greek. spoiled it. He got to the Greek. <laughs> well, I did. But I'm just going to say, like, just be prepared to see something you don't ever want to see and you probably can't unsee in Jonah Hill's ass mm. in Jonah Hill's ass not in but oh it's a figure of speech okay you know using English what poorly but yeah you're making it English do you speak what? it no motherfucker. <laughs> something you don't want to see in I know but yeah, your, your sentence structure is confusing I know it's because you suck your sentence structure bores me <laughs> yeah so yeah, if sure. you don't want to see Jonah Hill ass, forgetting don't Sarah watch Marshall that. is a lot funnier. You know, just the ending, the climax to that is a lot. Forget, of, get him to the Greek. Watch forgetting Sarah Marshall instead. I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> yeah, the payoff, on, the payoff <laughs> on forgetting Sarah Marshall is a lot better than this. This, this actually tries to come around and kind of have like heart. In the movie where they're like fuck, tick, dick, cunt. You know, like the whole time it's dick like tits. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but. Anyway, so and uh, the well, that th- always just struck me as a movie nobody wanted to see. Like, like nobody was clamoring for this movie to be made. No, mm-hmm. no, not really, except yeah. Russell Brand. I mean, I'll, I'll say that Puff Daddy is much funnier than he deserves to be in it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of surprising in itself. Just, uh-huh. just saying. Like, if there's a moment yeah. to be had, it's mostly because of him. Uh-huh. Does he say lines from other movies and then act like they're his? No. <laughs> Oh, so he's really expanding his range. He is, he is. That's good for good for good for Diddy. Yeah, good for the Diddy. Or as he's Meister. listed, Sean Combs when he's good acting. For, good for Shawnee. Yeah. Uh, and the other one I uh, watched that I quickly mention is uh, the Last Exorcism, which uh, again is like one I kind of heard bantered around is like better than you'd think it would be. Mm-hmm. Kind of movie from last year. And I'm is I'm, it? Uh, no, especially <laughs> not by the end. <laughs> Like, it is all right. the setup, not better than you thought it would the be. The setup is is I think really good and and uh, a nice interesting take on a movie like this because mm-hmm. we've been inundated with exorcism movies in the last 10 years I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um again it goes Everybody getting the exercise. It goes with the the faux <laughs> fake documentary 
feel to it, but yeah. more like a professional documentary. A fuckumentary. Well, you know, like it's not a Blair Witch. It's not like a couple of kids, you know, dickhead right. kids that are on meth with a handheld camera. It's like a professional documentary crew following this uh, this preacher around who is admittedly a scam artist. He admittedly goes around and does this whole exorcism thing and makes people feel like he's done something. So they give him money and moves on. And he's like, he justifies it that he's not a terrible person because he's kind of a psychologist. He, you know, he convinces them that they've, he's gotten the demon out and they feel better about their lives and move mm-hmm. on. But he's kind of, uh, he's kind of having these regrets. And so he decides to have this documentary crew following around. And so he can show them all the tricks and how he does this stuff. And so that and nobody expose, else gets scammed, right? Can nobody else get scammed and he's going to give it up. And of course, he comes across a real. He exorcism the wrong case. exorcism. Yeah, he comes across an actual exorcism case, so he doesn't know what to do, and shit goes downhill from there. And yeah, it's just the whole like once shit starts going downhill, it it builds a a modicum amount of attention, and it just doesn't pay off at all. By the mm-hmm. end, it just becomes every other fucking Blair Witch type of ending that you've seen, <laughs> and it's just. Kind of a letdown. Yeah, it's 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 got to be tough to make movies like that where the premise is good. Yeah, but you have to go somewhere with it. Right, and you have to craft a third act out of it. And I, you know, I don't know. I, I obviously they, they had no, no demons point, on ice. No <laughs> point where they trying to sell this as you know found footage type of thing. You know, it wasn't one of those. But the main guy that's in it has been in like if you've watched television in the last twenty years, you have seen this guy. He's one of those that guys. But I mean, you mm-hmm. look at his credit, and it's like every fucking television show of the last 20 years, he has been on at least an episode. It's just, it's bizarre, but you know, so obviously they couldn't sell it as a, you know, this is a real documentary type mm-hmm. of thing, but I thought it was not with a, that guy in not it, not with a, a major, <laughs> that guy in it. But anyway, yeah, disappointing. Bummer. And I've watched other shitty things. I don't, they don't matter. <laughs> oh, oh shit. I forgot one movie that absolutely <laughs> oh has to be mentioned that I watched. God, we Andrew had, Dice Clay. No, no, no. This is this is this is totally worth it. Okay. Nell. No, you watch Nell? <laughs> Before it leaves Netflix. Awesome. Instant. Oh, I watched Nell. Awesome. Good job. Well done. I'd seen bits and pieces of it, but I figured um in order to wholly own and be able to make fun of that movie, you have to sit through the whole What'd thing. What'd you think? So was it a mistake going full retard? Oh uh, yes, you <laughs> never go for retard. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, that oh, that movie is such shite. <laughs> I remember seeing about ten minutes. Is of it, it one that's just, just was it, it a movie? So does it does it really feel like it was made directly because Tom Hanks got an Oscar for Forrest Gump? Yes, <laughs> yes. It, this is the movie that they made fun of in in Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check a bang. Anyway, I just had to throw it out there. Yes. I well, thanks for sitting through that for us. No problem. So we don't have to. But anyway, yeah, that's now. Check a pay. Check a pay. Uh huh. Tie, tie. <laughs> hey, the big guy want to talk about contact. So what you're saying is kind of like Pootie Tang. You couldn't it's, understand anything yes. the main character was saying. <laughs> God, that, I swear to God, as I was watching it, I was going to make that joke, and you just somehow ripped that out of my yeah. consciousness. That I wanted to see a Pootie Tang Nell comedy, like team up movie. Shut up, Tay. Chicka pay. Oh my God, you just, you just you just dove in the back I, of my brain and pulled that out. I reached inside your brain. Wow. 
You Maybe both. you incepted me at some point. <laughs> or you me. We will Bom. never know. <laughs> it's actually all a dream. It is. Uh, all right, anyway. Everything. We are taught to kind of contact Mashin. Yeah, we're way punchy right now, <laughs> oh, so man. I think it's time to punch out. Yeah, give us some contact Webisata. info and get the fuck out of here. Website. Had to be just had a website. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm not responding to that. I'm gonna website. Pu- I'm gonna punch you in the brain. Tell us where our website is. On the internet. Thank you. At <laughs> http colon slash slash www.bmfcast.com. Thank you. Uh, how about an email? Electronic mail account. BMF at bmfcast.com. Hey, BJ. Yes. Are we on Twitter? We are. We are on Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast or crazy at symbol bmfcast. Right. And what about this uh, social network I keep hearing about? Uh, the Book of Faces. It is uh, the book of faces.com or facebook.com slash bmfcast. You can like us and stuff. You could really, really like us. Really, really like us. Uh, how about I might start posting some contests on the Facebook page, by the way. Oh, we contest. got plenty of DVDs. So, how yes, many people do. do we have like liking us on the uh, Facebook? I think we got around 80. Woo! We are hot shit. Uh, you know what? In <laughs> fact, you know what? Get us to 100 and I'll pick a random person and we'll let you pick a DVD. Okay. So, yeah, suggest us to your friends. Get it up to 100. You got a chance at winning. Yep. There you go. So get on it, Facebook. There is a people. random number generator on the internets. Mm-hmm. So you can. I'll use it. Yeah. What about uh, iTunes? You can search iTunes for the BMF cast or search for Bad Movie Fiends podcast. We'll pop up and we're explicit, as you may have noticed. And subscribe Fuck to you. us. Fuck you too. Um, subscribe to us, rate us, review us. Uh, we'd, we'd really like five stars. But uh, yeah, just get on there and, and get some. And what about people that uh, believe in the technologies of last century or the century before, uh, as invented by Alexander Graham Bell or perhaps more Marconi? Well, those are some of our favorite people, right? So we want to direct them. I thought to it was invented very, by Garfield. It was, or, or Jim Davis, creator of Garfield. <laughs> we okay. want to direct them to something very, very special, which is our BMF Cast hotline, oh, the Garfield phone, right? And you can contact us there by going to ni- or dialing. <laughs> Man, uh, this internet uh, age. Uh, uh, you can call 910-5-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263, and leave a message with our blinky eye Garfield phone, and you, yourself, may very well be featured on the next episode of the BAMFCAST, like some of our fine, fine friends have done, like Clint from Madison, Buck, Max, John the other Max. P, Max, Travis, do not Travis. forget Travis. We will never forget Travis Ryan. and Dallas. Yeah, so be like those people and be cool. Call us on the Garfield phone. It's much more hip than a hamburger phone. Sweet. Okay. I All think right. that's going to wrap it up yes. for this episode. Let's make that do. Big. Let's make that happen soon. Make it so. All right, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And this is Bamcast Out.